0: From the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome back to
1: the Jack and Spike Show. With all these child safety hearings, senators are really going out on a limb here, trying to convince everybody that these tech platforms need to be regulated. Why are so many people in opposition to this? And Sports Illustrated decided to pull a story because it was no longer newsy, but actually it's kind of... The, the story of our times when it comes to sports and athletes and trans athletes. Little unusual, but it's not unusual to talk to
0: John Curley on Thursdays. No, not on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs>
1: Hello, Spike. Hey, John. Uh, t- Spike, I texted John that you and I had a fight okay. on on uh, what day was that? John Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday, Tuesday. Wednesday. And I yeah, went to Tuesday. John to for to to consult. I want I wanted John to console
2: me. I John, to, what I, poisons can we <laughs> are undetectable? That's <is> what <laughs> so, I, I believe. I saw the text correctly. So, so
1: I go to John and I'm trying to text with John about my, the disagreement that you and I had on Thursday and how we resolved it because we're friends. And I figure I'm going to go to my friend John to mm-hmm. see if he has any insights into the radio business or show business Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, and what (laughs) i
1: have a life and what does john (laughs) what does john text me back when i say spike and i got into it on wednesday john Curley says mom and dad are fighting makes a joke out of it which I'm ashamed to admit that I laughed at. <laughs> That's Seriously. And yes, I didn't sir. respond to, but that is no. the the last communication I had with Mr. Curly.
0: I'm busy. I have a I have a show to do. Is I said I'm studying and you're sending these stuff. Well, I figured we'd be talking about it on Sunday. Yeah, now we're I mean, going to have to talk talking, about it. i called my therapist <laughs> once and I go, "Can I can I set up a meeting with you?" And he goes, "We're set for Thursday." And I said, "Well, I just need to talk to you now." Great. All right. I'll and then I got a bill for it because, you know, it's it like a sp- special therapy session. Our therapy sessions are on Sunday, Jack, okay?
2: <laughs> the, um, God, God, does Jack have you on retainer or do you bill I him by the session? Or? No, I it, just, it all
0: goes through medical. I, I just charge I just, insurance Sometimes
1: guys. I just need to hear John's reassuring dulcet tones yeah, so that yes. I realize that I'm on the right track in life. So, uh, John, did you watch any of the footage from the child safety hearing where the senators kind of embarrass themselves? Did you see any of this?
0: Yeah, this is classic, right? They If they, it's the the big oil guys, they scream at yeah, them. If it's the car guys, they yell at them. They love this. Love it, love it, love it. Holly, who I like, I got news for you. Mark Zuckerberg didn't kill anybody. He doesn't have to apologize to anybody for murdering somebody. The person who's responsible for the death of that girl who got bullied on social is the person that blackmailed that girl and was sending that. go get that person. But it's not Zuckerberg's fault to make him turn around and apologize. He didn't kill anybody. Hey, John. So, let, let, but let, let, it's great. It's great Twitter. It's great, great uh, red meat for everybody. But you know,
2: hey, John. If they, but but when they've got, and I'm with you on that one. There's accountability at, if the source of the bullying is the accountable party here. Yes. But when fa- when Facebook uses algorithms that steer content toward young people when they know they've got evidence, they have got internal emails like, oh you know, yeah, this is harmful for young people. Yes. And yet for business reasons, we're steering this content directly at young people. I like that they're, they're being called on the carpet on that.
0: I agree, Spike. They made a $100 billion on people under the age of 18. They know that those are the people that you can hook and get and keep and sell stuff to. They're playing on the fact that these people are vulnerable and sensitive and coming through life and making tough decisions. And they're feeding them this stuff, right? It's going to be a lot easier to persuade and to sell something to somebody who's young than some 60-year-old is in there just reading about everybody else's grandchildren. You can't (laughs) sell anything to those guys. So Look at this oatmeal I made. My favorite. The problem they've gotten into is like 1990. They came up with a 230 section, 230, which basically said, hey, listen, let's protect these this infancy of this industry, because if all of a sudden they're getting sued, they're all going to go out of business. So let's just let's protect them as they sort of get their footing. Well, now they're the most powerful form of communication we have in the world. Maybe you should address the 230, get rid of that, get some liability in place. They would certainly act differently if they knew they were on the hook for things. But,
1: I mean, John, the reason that 230 is still in place is because if YouTube was responsible for the content that people put in their comment section, oh, yeah. that would, if you just think about that from a business standpoint, they wouldn't be able to operate. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, they simply would not be able to go through every comment every yes. piece of discourse right. it is just yes. physically impossible to do that
2: well if you're making 100 I, billion off 18 and unders you can afford to put some guardrails up
1: no but that's no, but section 230 is it would say the law would say that if you if you removed it
2: well what's let's, 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 let's
1: evolve it then youtube facebook twitter as companies would be responsible and liable for the content that people put on their platform right yes. and that everybody knows that's not going to work Especially not on Twitter, right? Oh, like <laughs> we've knows,
2: seen. Yeah. Right.
1: So that's why it's still there. And so when I hear people cry about it and they rant and rave about it, my response is always like, okay, well, these companies can just go away then. If You have to replace it with something. and Like what John is saying, you have to replace it with something so that these they can still function, but also still have a certain degree of uh, legal autonomy when it comes to what people put on their lovely right. platforms.
0: A, a thought experiment would be this, Mike. Imagine all of a sudden they got rid of the liability and- they opened it up. Every single lawyer chasing ambulances would begin to file against every single one of these social media platforms, knowing how big they are and how much money they have. They would settle these things out of court—fifty thousand, five hundred thousand, five million. I mean, they would just be constantly running these guys through the legal process on everything, and they would be a gigantic target. So. It's in place for that reason. Now, what does Facebook and Instagram, what does Meta do to, you know, stop young people from looking at things and getting things? If you'd like, there's all sorts of great ways on Instagram to get as much uh, uh, satisfaction. If you're a pedophile secret site secret sites for it there's certain things you can put in there and they but you're right they did a study and they found after 18 months they did the study they found that yeah it is having a detrimental effect upon young people i get that so maybe it goes back to parents can you imagine that no parents being responsible
2: jack said that yesterday man it starts in the house that was yeah that was the argument that i
1: made wherein i think that a lot of parents are have been using social media as kind of a placeholder for actually having an influence on their kids' lives. Like, John, one of the most uh, endearing stories I think you ever told me was when... You were homeschooling your kids, and you were teaching them history, and how they were. So the story basically, John realizes the power he has over his children in that moment where he's. Oh yeah. He's He's writing history, where he can literally say anything he wants to his kids, and they're going to just take it as gospel.
2: Wow, that's powerful.
0: (laughs) It It was,
1: was. and so it was, and so it's like okay, he's talking to like he's talking to like. Charlie, and she's like five, and he's like, "Okay, so Milton Friedman." We oh about, yeah, <laughs> we talk about free markets.
0: I uh, gave uh, rye I gave Ry how to win friends and influence people when he was in fifth grade. What? He finishes the book, he runs downstairs with this book, this old book, and he goes, "Dad, Dad, Dad, do you think other kids in fifth grade have read this book?" And I was like, "No." He goes, "I can dominate. I can dominate now." Beautiful. So yeah, I mean, yeah. John, did, when your kids
1: when you were little, did you have any rules or regulations around internet or or what they could do? What they were you a, a helicopter dad or did you leave it alone?
0: What we did was we did compliance through intimidation through random search. Good. So whenever <laughs> we toss wanted, the
2: now and again, yeah.
0: Whenever we wanted, we could just say, "Hand me your phone, please." It's good. And uh uh uh, hand me your phone, and then uh, Lace would go through. Do you know who this person is? Uh, yeah. Who are they? Uh, that's, uh, bang. That person's gone. Who's this person? And if we found five people that they didn't know, they were either, they were following or they, uh, or were following them, the phone would go away for a week. And then sometimes phone would go away for two weeks, but they knew that we could random, like randomly drug testing. We had to do that when the kids were in high school, we just randomly drug test them. Um, to find out whether they were doing drugs, and if you were, oh my God, there's hell to pay. But they didn't know when the tests were coming. They didn't know when we would ask to see it. High school teenage is a t- is a really really hard year. I mean, hard years for parents and kids. But there has to be someone in there helping the kid. And if the parent is just handing social media to the child to babysit the kid, well, then you basically have turned over the right and responsibility of raising a good person to the grossest stuff in the world yeah the
2: worst right. among us absolutely well,
0: absolutely yeah my, so, my sister know. has
2: a who is now a 17 year old but when they were 14 there was a point where they were social media interacting with a group of, of young of girls who were just i mean from the streets of mean girls and, mm. and my, my sister had to put in this look everything you do i just mirrored on my home computer Every stroke of your phone, every website you go to, I can mm. see everything you do. Just like and, Mike Johnson, and the kid was yes, ah. and his son. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. Um, and and there was anger, and there were tears, and there was confiscation oh, yeah. of the phone, the whole nine yards. But it worked, and it kept this kid, my niece from becoming one of these little monsters that they were trolling along, bullying people online, the whole bit. Uh, it mm-hmm. was.
0: It was, and at eight o'clock at night, the rule was we had a basket out in front of the our room. And at 8 o'clock at night, the phones had to be in the basket. And that was it. There was no, like, looking at the phone 11 o'clock at night. No, nope, no, under the covers with the phone. Nope. Phone's in the basket at 8 o'clock. If it's not in the basket by 8 o'clock, even if you are late, for every second you're late, that's a week. So they just knew. And it's like. Sorry, that's the deal. You don't, you can't pay for your own phone, so as long as we're paying for it, we set the rules.
1: Speaking of social media, by the way, everybody knows that Sports Illustrated has just gone through one of the largest series of layoffs that they've had, I think, in the entirety of the history of the magazine. Yeah, I think it is. And they also made headlines because they pulled a story about a boxer, about a transgender boxer. They said that it, from the print magazine, they said it was no longer newsy. And they are still planning on publishing the story online, but people are calling foul on this, being that this is one of the most topical stories of our time: transgender athletes, whether they should be competing. John laughs, of course, because John's like trans people. So, but John, don't you think that this is worthwhile to actually discuss or talk about uh, this particular boxer or who, but whoever it might be, who is participating as a trans athlete?
0: Well, is the story that. A failing magazine pulled the story, and then you have to fill in the gap saying they pulled it because they don't want to do it (laughs) controversial. No, I mean, they've covered covered trans athletes many times. I know they have. They've had had trans, they've had men that think they're women or act like women on the cover in bathing suits. I mean, I, I don't know. You have to make the leap going, oh, they pulled it because it's too controversial. Listen, I don't know why they pulled it. Who knows? They put something else in there. And some other stories in there, but my cynical hey, Monster, you know,
2: they they pulled it so we'd talk about it. My, my
0: thought was that oh <laughs> no, what? My, they're going out of business. The magazine's yeah, gone. My right? thought
1: was they pulled it because the the almost all of the backlash they've gotten over the last five or six years has been around trans stories. When the when's the last time anybody talked about Sports Illustrated for a hot take about? I don't know, Jose Canseco or whatever it is.
2: That's how long ago it was.
1: Right. Nobody cares yeah. about Sports Illustrated outside of their coverage of trans athletes. And I think whoever mm-hmm. the, whoever is operating that realized that every single time they ever talked about trans issues, they were getting hate not only from advocates for trans people, but also for people who are anti-trans individuals. I think it's a business decision. That many of these companies mm. are choosing to kind of shy away from this coverage because they almost always do it wrong and they never talk about the issue in a comprehensive way. So rather than embarrassing themselves again, they decided to push it off onto the website. And then in combination with that, people will talk about it. We'll get more traction in the website. We can sell more ad revenue. That would be my mm. read
0: of it. Uh, Possibly. They, they, you know, they got in trouble with. First of all, they fired all their good writers. Then they had AI write stories under fake bylines. They had computers generated, and then they put fake journalist names in. Uh, they also got paid content and ran it like stories. The thing was a mess. It is the same thing that happens when all of these big media corporations – um, all joined together and they're just d- driven by the dollar yeah and that's that's the bigger problem. it's not about the trans it's not that's it's that's not their problem. the no, problem right. is their stuff sucks that's the problem well, nobody I... reads it because the, the stories were bad. they used to have great great writers they don't anymore. they went to AI to save money they fired all their good writers they went away. They just turned into this, you know, money-making machine that was no longer delivering a product that people wanted to read. Well, about. they're all, they're all Uber say- drivers
2: now. They're all DoorDash writers, you know. it's that They've gone to a gig gig uh, economy style for writing Sports Illustrated. I was going to say yes. that, that
1: the content is what is pushing people away. For instance, Star Wars as an entity at one point in time was thought to be worth around $44 billion dollars. Now people are talking about how they might sell it to somebody else for maybe around $4 billion because it's not Mm -hmm. generating the amount of revenue that it did previously. Why is this the case? Because Kathleen Kennedy decided to vicariously live through every single movie that she makes under the, the Lucas umbrella and constantly hire brunette British women to be the leads for every single movie, whether it's uh the the Indiana Jones or Star Wars or whatever it might be. And so mm-hmm. the content went down, people stopped watching it, and now nobody cares. I think the same thing happened with Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Yeah. This insistence on hitting a certain thread every single month, every single issue, I think people got tired of it on both sides of the argument because they just thought I think it's what you're saying, John, is that they saw through the facade and they went, oh, this isn't, this is just a scheme, right? At this point in time, it's because you can't come up with any other
0: ideas.
2: It's not just not good content. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and Kathleen. Uh, is it Kennedy's the greatest takedown on her was on South Park where everything she you know you see her go to a restaurant she goes make it gay and put a lesbian in it (laughs) and the guy goes "Uh, it's it's the chicken pasta I know I want make it gay yes the chef's confused by what you (laughs) I don't you heard me make it gay and put a lesbian in it it's like that was her whole thing. She's still doing that. And then now, you know, she's destroying, you know, the, the entire legacy of whatever Star Wars well, was. To they so took
1: people. Indiana Jones, which is one of the greatest trilogies of all time, mm-hmm. and they decided to take old Harrison Ford, and he plays second fiddle to a brunette British woman for the entirety of that movie where she's the one who's really making, shaking,
2: doing stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: They, they're literally ruining everything, and then they're like, why don't you guys like our stuff because it's trash?
2: Same thing they're doing in yeah. Star Wars. Here's Ray, the British young brunette. British brunette, Meanwhile, here's, here's Dinosaur uh, Solo right, and exactly. chewy all gray exactly. hair. Exactly. Well, thank you, Mr. Curly, for your many oh,
0: insights on it? culture. That's oh, it, okay. my friend. You all did right, such thanks. a fantastic job. Thanks, mom and
2: dad. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> Thanks for. We still love each other. Yeah. And you'll always, and you'll, and you'll always have a home here. You'll always have a special place
0: in our hearts,
1: Mister Curley. We'll take a really quick break uh, before we got to uh, get out of here, Spike. Uh, the YouTube channel. We got what digital exclusives are coming out today, Laura? What two videos are or three videos are on the duck? Do- because we record so many of these, we release them. Yeah. Uh, in advance, we got stuff
2: scheduled to come out today. Scheduled right?
1: to come out, so you don't have to wait for them. Laura's still looking for that, but if you want to know what it is, if you go to the Jack and Spike Show YouTube channel, you can find all the content that we've made over the last couple of weeks. It's still pretty small, but there's probably about an hour and a half, two hours of content
2: on there that you could thumb through. And we're with. adding, adding to it daily.
1: We talk, so we talked about the woman who returned uh, a couch to Costco. I after was so two mean to that woman. Yes. she just didn't like the color. Yeah, and,
2: and you were you were nicer than I was.
0: And then we watched the uh, ad from Instagram.
2: Oh, that's right. The parental control
1: yeah. ad. Both of those are hilarious. We'll take a really quick break when we get back. Lazy news is a, uh, infl- a an affliction that's befalling many local newspapers where they take a story that's not really news and it's not really a headline. And they've done it 4,000 times in the past. And then they look at their calendars and they go, it's February? better pull out this story every single year and i'm so tired of it and i'm calling him out on it when we get back right after this all right so spike and i've been in the media business for a long time spike a lot longer than anybody in this building spike's been doing radio since 1926 can you believe that Back on the old transistor. My radio. first
2: boss was Nikola Tesla. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> so, great guy. Can make so. a Turkish coffee. Oh,
1: well, one of the things I've noticed in the years that I've been doing this is that there's this lazy media cycle, which I believe is intended to drive people slowly insane. <laughs> because <laughs> what it does is it recycles headlines that we all know are a thing or does exist. I've got two examples here that I want to go over. That that trivializes issues and basically obfuscates them to the point where they're no longer recognizable where we just see them and time is a flat circle it's very Nietzschean, doomed to repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again and I am here to say, I, I shall be the proverbial Virgil in this circumstance, escorting us through the seven circles so that we can understand this divine comedy that we are all a part of with that being said the Tacoma News Tribune released a, 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 an article today. Headline is, Get Ready to Spring Forward and Lose Sleep, Washington. Here's when Daylight Saving Time starts. And then they go on to write about 3,000 words on the history of Daylight Savings Time, some fun facts you might want to know about it, some ba da 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 And this is literally designed to drive people insane because they read the same article a year ago, and the same article, article a year before that, and it's like this bizarre Groundhog's Day, only instead of just one day, it's a 365 day cycle in which, oh, you mean, daylight savings time is coming up again, and it was it, World War II, 1916, Austrian School of Economics. This is designed to drive people insane, Spike. Why are you laughing? This is a serious issue. We need to do We need to do away with this kind of journalism.
2: I, just, I love that this gets under your skin so much. Why? Well, because you first off, you're a um, incredibly adept consumer of media. Thank you. But you give way too much credit for the guy on the street, the guy on the bus, the guy on his phone, mm-hmm. who doesn't really... Uh, Stuff doesn't sink in until the seventh time you hit them with
1: it. <laughs> wait, okay. So, but everybody knows that daylight savings time comes around, Spike. Well, but everybody, there, everybody
2: knows it. And, and we've told them the damage it does six times in a row now. Right. How many times have we done? It? Seven. Oh, it's it's mood, seven. It's a rule of seven. Mood disorders, and you might get <laughs> cardiac arrhythmia, and also
1: people are irritable. Yeah. You got you
2: to gotta, you gotta wait for the slow kid in class, Jack. You got to. No, I know I'm you're, not doing I know it you're ready to go on I'm to algebra five
1: anymore. in second what, grade. What unique take? Can anybody give on this headline that has not already been given 3,000 times on this particular issue? Nothing new. Not a single philosophic thought can come from this. It is soul-draining, IQ-melting, brain-smoothing nonsense that we indulge in on a a yearly basis. I'll give you another example. Well,
2: some of us... Don't speak to the slow guy in class and I like to be the guy he can reach that that cares about the slow
1: guy. Then you in write class. the article for the yeah, guy. Somebody and already you... wrote it to
2: your guy. Just pulled <laughs> up a drawer and pulled it out and filed it again. This is what I mean about yes. lazy media.
1: <laughs> this is what I mean. This is a Wikipedia page that, that they ripped and then they put onto their website. It's a like, oh, time change effects on your body. Changing the clock forward by 1 hour might not seem like much, but it can take a toll on your body. Wow, thanks CNN from 2009. Great. <laughs> Hopefully I never have to read this article ever again. Which, can, but, yeah.
2: can, can we move on to the next next example of your well-made point? Okay, this is another
1: example. This happened in Bellevue. This happened yesterday. A guy decided to use a mannequin to be in the HOV lane so that he could avoid any kind of detection. This is bad, hokey morning radio that goes all the way back to the 90s, Right. This is a joke and a bit and a story that has Spike is looking at me like he knows exactly what I'm talking I could, about. I
2: could, I could go home and get a cassette tape by the time we did this on the show three, four, five times. Exactly.
1: And yep. I will tell you exactly how the discourse plays out on any other show. Without even hearing how anybody else covers this, I will tell you exactly how it goes. Man, this guy, he got caught for breaking the rules. And then somebody else comes in and they go, well, hold on just a moment. Shouldn't we set be celebrating that kind of ingenuity? And then the lady chimes in and she goes, oh, you're not being serious. And then they the other guy chimes in and he says, oh no, I'm being totally serious about this. We should probably give this guy a reward for trying to beat the HOV lane. That's exactly how this plays out. It's
2: like you have a transcript from our show from
1: 1995. Dude, <laughs> I have been working in media for so long I know what other commentators are going to say before they even say it and this is a perfect example Again, of
2: Again, you're an astute consumer of media. Not everybody is. A
1: Washington State Patrol trooper noticed an inhuman quote-unquote passenger riding with a driver in a carpool lane and then guy number two goes, inhuman what do you mean? Like the xenomorphs from Alien? <laughs> and then cue the laugh track. And- Funny Chuckle Boy. He earns, the, he earns
2: a paycheck too, man. Right,
1: exactly. The chuckle guy in the background, he starts laughing. <laughs> On Tuesday, a trooper stopped the car northbound Interstate four hundred five uh, 405 near at Northeast Sixth Street in Bellevue after noticing its strange occupant. And then, guy number one will say something like, "Man, I wish I would have thought of this before I got my ticket in the HOV." Well, what lane? if he
2: married her? Remember that movie where it was her, where the guy <laughs> was married to the mannequin? Remember that Josh and the Dead? Remember <laughs> right, that? Right. What if he's married <laughs> to her? Isn't it then illegal passenger? Right, in the car? exactly.
1: And then, the, you're, and you're, then, you're, like you're, the weirdo board op will say something. And like was it that kind of doll, you guys? You got, and mom. then he'll play the drop because I got one of those at home.
2: And then the girl in the studio <laughs> will oh,
1: go, "Stop! Oh, stop. That's oh, gross!"
0: Ew. Is,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> you guys have all survived the morning zoo, haven't you? I yeah. mean, this like
1: tropish garbage that we throw at people. No offense to Cairo Seven, but it's <laughs> like, <taken>. this tropish. <laughs> garbage yeah. that people put out there so what this is really what the headline behind the headline is man breaks the law in comedic style ends up owing the state four hundred dollars benny hill music cued
2: <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean like
1: I, my point is is that i think that we should have higher standards not that we can't make fun of things or be lighthearted about things but from our media betters, we might want to expect An analysis of, well, let us see why somebody is trying to avoid the H or use the HOV lane because it is trash. It is garbage to say that this lane is only reserved for these people, even though you are part of the taxpaying base that contributed to the development of that interstate system. This, that's the real argument here is the theft that happens on a daily basis from taxpayers. And instead what they do is they dumb it down so that you won't pay attention to the fact that you're being stolen from every single day by the corporation <laughs> that we call the United States of America, which is basically just a casino being run by Jerry geriatrics. Instead, what we have to do is have discourse about a guy who uses a dummy in the HOV lane like it's 1998 on Stern's Morning Show. This should not be the case, my dude.
2: You want, you want the good news or the bad news? Go for it. Shoot. Okay. Okay, the good news is that Kyra redeemed themselves to a degree because they put in the story a new piece of information. If you or, or, or if you are clever enough to put a dummy in the passenger seat, not only do you get the fine for driving alone, there's an additional two hundred dollars fine for using a prop. Right, it's new information. So Uncle if you're thinking Sam. about that, don't do it. Right. What's the Sam. bad news? Yeah, you're just ten days away from the recurring story of the day after Super Bowl should be a national holiday. Ah, yes, it's that coming. Good one. Just ten days away. About how the unproductive. Hungover workforce right of the day should be a national this um, trust me the story is coming.
1: you'll hear it here third folks <laughs> right <laughs> that's what I'm saying is that like tropes in media now it's like nails on a chalkboard to me at this point in time because I consume so much media that the novelty of literally everything has gone away and I feel like I have pierced the the veil of the matrix and I'm saying please my fellow citizens follow me where we can actually expose this for what it is and people go you guys hear about the guy tried driving with the dummy in the (laughs) HOV lane I'm like please you guys let's just please talk about how we're all taxed to death can we please talk about how there's this like casino that we all live in that's run by (laughs) geriatrics that basically just gamble with your money every Single year. I want to talk about the man who had dummy in his car. No, we're going to talk about adult things now. I don't want to talk about the dummy in the car.
2: You mean like the kind of dummy it was. I love. I love the bit about the board op with the inflatable dummy. That was. That was next level insight into if, crud radio. If
1: I can do better radio than any bad hokey morning show, just by coming up with, like, re- recycling the tropes, there's something wrong with this, Absolutely. right?
2: Absolutely. We, we, we like to quote America's favorite first lady, be better. Be, be better. better is what I want from yeah, people. Speaking
1: yeah. of avoiding tropes, by the way, if you are interested in more of our digital content, you can find it on our YouTube channel, which is the Jack and Spike show, which we do not make a penny of. No money we make off of that. Nope, nope. Uh, we make it because we're contractually obligated. No. going out
0: of the goodness of our hearts. No, we yeah. do it. Spike
1: and I have a lot of stuff that we can't get to during the day or more thoughts on a story and so we go to our other studio. And we film ourselves talking about it, and then you can go and see. It. We talked about Marjorie Taylor Greene one time. Sure. Talked about uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, man, what so many things that we've discussed that have, we talked about Charlie Kirk saying that racist thing the we other did. day? We did.
2: We talked about Ben Shapiro's uh, new rap song. We right. talked about the lady who felt it was okay for two and a half years of crumbs and butt marks to take a sofa back to Costco right. to get her money back. The stuff that we really, we don't have time to get everything on air. Plus, right. Plus, I love the fact that people can get it on their schedule. You know, I like being I've been to put uh, put our thoughts and ideas and and hopefully jokes. Put them, out there, put them out there that they can get to when it's convenient for them. Well, audience. this is I what always that.
1: happens, for like a little behind-the-scenes look. I go down there with the intention of being funny, and then Spike always gets triggered or he gets dad voice within the first five minutes. That's what happens every single time. Yeah. And so you can see me literally get irritated with Spike in real time. Every That's the beauty of
2: it. You can see the look <laughs> on his face, which you don't get over radio. It really gets awesome. You can see
1: me get so discontent <laughs> with this poor man. We'll take a really quick break. When we get back, vacation plans. Do you have them? I had to cancel mine recently. I, heard. I had to move them because I'll, I will be of service to a friend of mine. I had to make a, a, an executive decision. So, again, uh, Andrew, I think we're going to take a really quick break. I think we're like two minutes over. Yeah, there we go, Andrew. Appreciate it, my friend. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of need of vacation. Speaking intro. of need of a vacation. Take a really quick break. We'll be right back right after this. Just got a little. Uh, <laughs> you ever try to put something on that you've done a thousand times, and then all of a sudden you realize that you're slowly killing yourself? You mean but... like
2: trying to turn my mic on and not having it all, <laughs> all like, the time, buddy? How
1: many times I put headphones on my body, and then this is the one time that I almost choke myself to death? I was like a kitten with a piece of string. <laughs> I was like, Mommy, please help me. And thankfully, I was able to work my way out of it. But vacation is a thing that many people like to go on. Laura has been on vacation. For an entire week. Actually left a day early, as a matter of fact. Spike has been on vacation twice during our time here at Cairo Radio. I have not been on vacation. I wonder why that is. Mayhap, well, it is a dedication mm, that some
2: people don't have. Mayhap. I, I think you're right. And we had talked about this a little while back because you had something scheduled. I did, and as a And of fact. we were all in support of the fact that you, you worked pretty much around. Like, you worked through the holidays this year, so I others did. could
1: take breaks. I worked two shows on certain days so and, people and, could just- you need, some,
2: you need to dedicate some time to yourself. I'm,
1: I would have liked to. Yeah, I would have liked to. Well, that I, was the you, goal. And you had
2: something planned, but I you did. gave it up to help a friend, which is commendable.
1: Right. Because yeah. I am a selfless human being. And now Laura, in order to mock me, has decided to ask me to read a story from the Seattle Times about other people's vacation plan. <laughs> Not mine. Other people's.
0: The headline is nearly all of Seattle. Nearly.
1: Nearly. That's you. You're the nearly. Nearly. Yeah, I just I had such a what wonderful happened? I had such a wonderful vacation plan. Yeah, it was you it were was so nice. You were going
2: to like the tropical. No, was a friend
1: of mine on the big island. Yeah, he's got yeah, a lovely yeah. pool house, and he says to me, he goes, Jack, I want you to come out, and I want you to practice meaning yoga with me and my wife, and and I want you to come out for like a couple of days, and that you stay at the stay in the pool house, rent free. Seriously, tropical right? beaches. Oh, his place, his place is gorgeous. It's right near the beach, like literally right there. Western
2: Exposure, Big Island?
1: He's on the north side of the north Big side. Island. North side, oh, it's
2: beautiful. Yeah. You right. see Maui out north there? there?
1: You can actually see Maui from his backyard. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah It's right on the coast. am invited? You know
2: there's a rainforest up in the northern end of Oh, I'm of the familiar. Island. I was going to go see it. The zip I'm line familiar. in that rainforest is world class. I know.
1: Until waterfall.
2: Right. Yeah. It was going to be
1: great. I was going to go see the volcanoes, go to Kona, get some coffee. Yeah. But then I got a phone call. Ring, ring. Oh, we shall not mention any names. Okay. okay, (laughs) Okay. I got a phone call. And this person said, uh, hey, I want you to come down and help me move some stuff because uh, I'm, I'm having some difficulty moving some stuff because well, of my age. Yeah, and I exactly.
2: Went, There's a serious issue that's time-sensitive. Right. And a person you dearly care for needs your serious help. And
1: I said, okay, I said, what weekend do you need to get this done? And he says, on this weekend. And then I go, let me check my calendar, and I see my vacation week is all in green.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear a ukulele go...
1: Yeah, exactly and then all I heard was like uh, do you know what I mean it was it's just a like a place
2: you won't be going
1: <laughs> cause you're gonna work yourself to death <laughs> yeah so I go uh, no. because Alaska is such an amazing airline. I was just able to transfer my tickets over cool. because yeah. Alaska is a phenomenal airline. If it was Delta, they would have. Oh, uh, no, sorry. Sorry yeah. about that one, but thankfully Alaska that. is wonderful. And so that's what I'm going to be doing with my quote unquote vacation. But I do think that, you know, the point of this article is like, what do people do in Seattle? They go to warmer places. Everybody know right?
2: Yeah. This is yeah, yeah, kind yeah.
1: of standard run of the mill, tropish media. My thing about it, though, is that I think that people often don't know how to vacate. Do you know what I mean? How do, you, how do you mean that? When you go on vacation, ideally what you do, if you can do this, this is what I've learned after years of vacating, is that the, the your last day of work is the day that you get on a plane, regardless of what time the flight is. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, okay. And yeah. then w- before you come back from your vacation, you need at least one day buffer zone. Mm-hmm. You're not, if you're going back to work on a Monday, don't come back Sunday, no. 7 p.m. Oh, I'm so bad at doing this. It's miserable. I yeah. always push it. Right. You and, never, and then I'm miserable. You're, and you're, you're miserable. right. You're spot on. So you come back on Saturday mm-hmm. so that you have the entirety of the day to reacclimate to wherever it is that you are. And then when you are vacating, too many people spend way too much time in the hotel room. Spending way too much, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The purpose of vacating is to go to see things and to, like, yes. you know what I mean? Yes,
2: to rejuvenate your soul, to expand but your horizons, yeah.
1: At the same time, people are willing to go stand in lines or whatever. That's not vacating. Vacating is I want to go somewhere to see a thing, and the last thing I want to do is to stand in line for two hours because I can do that anywhere. You want to vacate in a way where the limited... Friction is the best way to vacation.
2: It's interesting. Well, the theme parking is the the line waiting you're describing. That is no, a waste of life. It's it's the fifth lowest to, on the list of where Seattle goes to vacation. You're right. They go to beaches and lakes first and foremost. Right. Right. That's the number one by far. The number one thing Seattle satellites like to do. And
1: there's weird places like you know there's places that are kind of undiscovered in the United States that a lot of people don't think like Scottsdale, Arizona, is mm, an example. Okay. I love the weird kind of
2: quirky places yeah.
1: where you can go where it's not expensive. Little
2: Western towns. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, yeah. You know,
1: you get to see these pockets of the world that you never experienced before but yeah. thankfully laura decided to mock me today with this story which shall be our last of the day because john Curley and sherry elker are coming up next andrew a plus nate connor's always an a plus be- best looking guy in the building right there who listens to all three hours of the show on his cellular telephone which you can do as well on the cairo radio app laura a plus spike will give you a solid c today i think he did a pretty good job He did a pretty good job. Thanks. Threw John under the bus there for a quick second. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. You insulted him a little bit, but that's okay. Hi, John. (laughs) (laughs) My friends is your quote of the day. Nice shooting, son. What's your name? This is designed to drive people insane, Spike. Why are you laughing? This is a serious issue.